What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. Last few episodes, we've had some great interviews with some of the big NFT launch teams, including the Vogue Collective, Robotos, the Doge Pound, and Oni Force. We also did our first NFT giveaway. Definitely stay tuned for future NFT giveaways. So if you're new here, go ahead, hit subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel, smash that like. We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about some of the recent drops. We're going to talk about some new drops, and we're going to dive into the top NFT headlines of the week. So without further ado, guys, this is The Roadmap. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. All right. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Live from the Benzinga headquarters in downtown Detroit for the first time ever. So you're getting an exciting NFT show live today. Also got to bring on my co-host Maz today. As I said, we're going to talk the top headlines and some of the upcoming and past mints. Maz, what's going on, buddy? How are we doing today? Yo, what's up, Chris? You look different today, man. I like the background. I do look different. I mean, this is this is a, a first-time event. It's pretty exciting, right, to, to get to the headquarters. I did SPACs Attack live earlier today, and now we've got the roadmap live as well. So super excited, and everyone's getting a different look. So again, guys, if this is your first time watching the roadmap, this is one of Benzinga's newer shows. And if you want more NFT coverage, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit like, and go ahead and drop a one in the comments right now to let us know that you're loving the NFT uh, content that we are kicking out. Maz, we, we got to get into headlines, and I'm so excited. I mean, we talked about this on Tuesday, right, that we were going to have a major event to talk about today. So we did get the Sotheby's Board Ape Yacht Club auction came to a close today, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And this lot included 101 board apes, right? Including two golds. You, you saw the gold there at the start. I mean, look at that mm -hmm. rolling through. There's such a variety of them, right? And those two golds, um, you know, two of the rarest ones there are. Um, this is pretty exciting. And, and Maz, I'm happy to report that the final price on this lot was $24.39 million. And if you remember, we definitely guessed 25 million Maz. So we came in so close on our estimate. Sotheby's, of course, estimated 12 to 18 million. And we said, nah, get out of here. You guys don't yeah. know what this is going to go for. We said 25 million and we almost hit it spot on. What do you think of this final sale price, Maz? I mean, I love it, man. There was 44 bids total, you know, so it was interesting to see the final, you know, rush scene who was going to come up and just make the bid for it. Do we know who the buyer is, though? I have not looked. Did you? So, were you, were you? so I have not seen the buyer. Uh, Board A yeah. had a tweet out. They congratulated the buyer, but they did not name it in there. So I think at this point, it's going to remain anonymous, and it's going to be huh. up to the winner if they want to put themselves out there. So um, I, I think maybe we find out in a day or two. Again, I still think it's going to end up being a media company, right? That, that's who I think should have done it. We'll, we'll find yeah. out. Um, but I'm excited to see. Otherwise, if it remains anonymous, I wonder if this story is going to lose a bit of a little bit of its luster, right? You know, because what are they going to do with it? You know, um, so it's definitely a story to follow. And you know, Maz, I did the math. So twenty four point three nine million. So that breaks down to two hundred forty one thousand five hundred each, and a, a price of sixty eight ETH on average for each of those hundred and one apes. Um, that was based on Ethereum trading at three thousand five hundred and thirty five, 
And when I looked earlier today, the floor price of Bored Apes was 40.75 ETH. So they're definitely paying a little bit of a premium to the floor. But when you look at that lot and those two gold, yeah. and also it included some mutant serum, right? So there is still that, you know, potential for them to make some mutants out of this. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they definitely paid above uh, floor. But again, if you look at these apes, they are above floor apes. You know, there's some of the best apes I've seen, um, including the gold ones. So, yeah, that's cool. And then I looked also the Kettle Club, right? So the Kettle Club lot was purchased yep. for one point eight million. Um, so that was interesting, too. Yeah. Looking at these pups, which are really cool. Uh, so, yeah. What do you think of those? Yeah, the Kennel Club one surprised me. That one didn't get as much attention, right? And Sotheby's actually yeah. estimated that at 1.5 to 2 million. So it did fall in their range, pretty close to the middle of their range. So that one they were a little mm -hmm. bit more on. Um, again, I mean, I just think that one didn't have as much interest, right? But the the apes, I, I mean, and who knows? I mean, Maz, what if we find out that the same person or, or you know, company bought both lots? I mean, you're looking at, you know, uh, around $26.1 million to, to gain 101 apes and 101 kennels that you could turn into, you know, amazing content for, for media. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be the interesting part, right? After this, after the purchase, it's what's next. And yeah, you keep saying media companies. So I'm excited to see who the buyer is and what that's their just plan my is. Guess. I mean, it, I'm going to end up being wrong. And then everyone's going to be like, no, you, you said that it was a media company. No, but I, that's I, valid, man. I, I yeah. really think it'd be smart. So, but we'll find out. So, exactly. I mean, I'm sure they have a plan, right? If you buy 100 apes, you're not buying them just to store them. Maybe you are, but I would think you'd get creative with it if you spend that much money. There's so many things you can do with them. The market's getting hot. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely hopefully see some creativity coming up with these apes. Yeah, I don't think you'd just store this for the value. I mean, that's a lot yeah. of, of apes to just sit on. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was, you know, just buying one, you know, at an auction or maybe a couple. But to get a lot like that, I think you've got to have a plan of attack. So, Maz, what, what what do we got next for, for headlines? Today? Yes. So, crazy story this week, right? The Sevens launched, right? So, the Sevens was an NFT project that was really hyped up. We talked about it briefly in the last episode. Uh, they had 7,000 pieces to mint at about 0.07 ETH. So here's where the crazy stuff happened, right? The max was one per transaction for the first seven minutes, and then you can mint seven per transaction. Uh, there was a pre-sale already. There was about 1,900 listed on OpenSea. The floor was about 2.38. Um, so the crazy part was that someone was able to mint 1,000 of these during the launch, right? Did you see that, Chris? I did. And, you know, Maz, we talked about this, right? This mint happened right after we ended the show on Tuesday. And uh, immediately, I mean, we said it, gas went up, gas hit, you know, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. I think we even saw 7,000. And as soon, yeah. as, it, as soon as it hit that, I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm not going to try to mint this, right? <laughs> and, and I'm glad, right? Because I would have lost transaction fees. And I mean, it's amazing that someone was able to get into this mint code, right? And figure out that there was a loophole and mint those thousand, you know, sevens. And I really think, you know, it, it's unfortunate for the project, right? Because I mean, yeah, they had a bad code, but ultimately, you know, someone, you know, figured it out and really kind of cost them their their credibility right up front. Plus they already had, you know, the, the comparisons to another project and, you know, yes. copycat accusations. So this project has really lost, a, you know, a lot of its luster for, for being one of the most followed stories of the past couple of weeks. Exactly. And let's, what are the holders? What's the percentage of holders right now? Let's see if we scroll up here. 
So 3.4K, that's actually not bad. That's yeah, we're almost 50%. That's actually, that's not bad. So, and what's, so floor, the, what's floor price? Is it 0.75? Is that what that's 0.75, yeah. Yeah. So the guy that minted that 1,000, he actually returned 500 back to the team. So that was interesting to see that happen. And I'm assuming he did that so he didn't kill the project and then he'd be sitting on so much supply to he wouldn't be able to get rid of it. But yeah, man, do you think we see more of this coming up with all these crazy mints happening every day? You know, there is a project we'll talk about later on, um, Crypto Dads, right? They actually posted in their Discord that they paused their pre-sale, right? Because they wanted to take a second look at their code, right? And the, they wanted to make sure, hey, no one can do this, you know, for our mint. So I, I think this is definitely something to watch. And all these projects that come out, they're going to need to take a second look at that mint code to make sure no one can do this. Because again, all you're really doing is possibly hurting the project. If you were to mint a thousand out of 7,000, I mean, yeah, you got big supply, but that floor price we also saw come down by like 50%. Yeah, exactly. And what happens to the community, if, you know, if you're in the community for a couple of weeks, you know, you're on their discord participating, hoping to get one of these pieces. And then you see someone mint a thousand, what you're going to do is you're just going to leave and just go on to the next project, right? So there's so much competition nowadays. I think these projects have to do as much as they can to keep people engaged in the community after mint too, you know? Definitely. So, so Maz, the next story I saw, I mean, this one is a big one. I didn't know about this until today. Um, we've got news that OpenSea accidentally routed multiple users' sales from the seller's wallet to void and inaccessible wallets yesterday. Um, you know, someone lost a Fidenza as a result. I mean, one of the big projects out there. I mean, talk about, you know, losing value overnight. So, um, you know, did you hear about this news at all? I didn't till this morning. So it must have slipped with all the headlines going on yesterday. But wow, this is really crazy and kind of scary to see. A Fidenza, that's those are going for almost a hundred e. I mean, yeah, we're we're talking major money losing yeah. losing Fidenza. And I, I mean, Maz, that brings up a couple points, right? Talking about you know safety of projects, wallets. Um, you know, one thing I've noticed is you know a lot of people keep their you know their their big projects in their in their MetaMask, you know, or another wallet. And you know, people who own CryptoPunks or Bored Apes or you know Fidenzas it might be time to look at moving those to cold storage, right? If it's something you're not going to regularly trade, you may just want to lock that away, right? Because then it yeah. can't get, you know, something like this can't happen to you. I mean, also there's people always trying to hack, you know, MetaMask out there and stuff. And, you know, to wake up and find out that you lost, you know, a, a major item like that. I mean, I would just hate to have that happen to anyone. And that's scary, man. Same here for me. So I, I wake up sometimes and I look through my wallet and make sure everything's there. But I'm like, what if one day, you know, you wake up and it's not there? Just with all this new technology, it's, there's so much money involved. You would think people are thinking of ways to find ways to exploit these, you know, like OpenSea or MetaMask to take people's items. You know, there's just so much money involved. And I do believe cold storage is a way. Uh, have you done cold storage before? I've never done it, but I mean, part of me is like, I don't have any of those big, you know, blue chip names either. So to me, you know, I, I, I don't want to lose anything, but also I don't think I necessarily have any of these that are, you know, worth putting into the cold storage. I mean, I know we have a, a, a mutual friend, right, who has a board ape and went ahead and put that into cold storage. I mean, I think that was a smart move, right? So, um, you know, uh, definitely a story to watch. And I want to dive more into this open sea thing and maybe find out you know, how OpenSea plans on, you know, are they going to respond to it, right? I mean, obviously, it's not their, you know, we'll find out if it was, you know, their fault, if they take responsibility and what they do to make up for the people that lost items. So yeah. um, 
definitely going to follow this story. Exactly. So moving on to another headline here, Doge X launched on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, they re-rolled. The metadata was not correct. 4,000 sold. Mint was 0.08 and the floor is 0.06 as of now. Now, this is interesting because I know you minted this project, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to talk about this one, Maz, right? Because I actually minted some of these and um, it really didn't get that support right at launch, right? It's not sold out. Only 4,000 have sold. Um you know, with Matt Wallace being attached to it, he's one of the big names in the Dogecoin community. I really thought it was going to take off, right? We were going to sell out. You know, he's talked about it on multiple YouTube streams. He's got 250,000 followers there. But then they had problems like right away, right? Their site yeah. crashed. I mean, which to me should have been, you know, a red flag right away. But I had already minted. Their site crashed. Um, they couldn't keep up with traffic. You know, Discord fell apart on on them, right? People started complaining right away. You had people who had never done a mint before and had no idea what was happening. And then all of a sudden it came out that they actually didn't do their metadata right. So th there's these ones on the left there with the astronaut helmet, right? The, the, um, the space ones. And, and then you've got, you know, like uh, the second one from the left there with the suit. So that's like the earth one. So what happened was all the first thousands that minted were all this earth one. None mm. of them were rare. None of them were different, you know, features. So everyone got these, you know, just plain earth ones. And people started complaining and figuring it out. And then it was like, okay, what are they going to do to respond? So everyone was like, hey, you know, just airdrop them to people who already minted, right? And, you know, Matt was like, no, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> we're not going to do that. So they decided to reroll. Um, I don't want to talk about it a ton. I actually ended up then with a couple of the space ones through the reroll. So I'm not too upset. But again, the floor price on these is 0.06 and the mint cost is 0.08 and you can still go mint them. So, oh, really? you know, I really just don't see people paying more than 0.06 right now to go mint them. I mean, the only thing would be you can possibly get, you know, a rare one. So I think the problem with this is, and Maz, we've talked about it, right? We've both owned slum doges. We've talked to the doge pound. There's a lot of doge NFTs out there already. So I think this project just was too late to the game, right? And they really tried to capitalize on, you know, Matt Wallace, which again, was the reason why I got in. Um, but it just, it didn't take off. I mean, you do look, there's 21.4 ETH of volume there. So, I mean, people are buying and selling the ones that have already been minted, but I just don't know how long this is going to take to sell out. At some point, they're going to have to figure out what they want to do to get rid of the other units. You know, do they do an airdrop? Do they do a burn, right? How are they going to take care of this? Because otherwise the volume is not going to pick up when people can, you know, still mint. Yeah, man. I think we're in an interesting state in the NFT market right now. Before, you could pretty much mint anything with your eyes closed and make a profit. I think the last couple of weeks, we're seeing most people take losses with these projects. We're seeing just, I think, just too much supply um, and not enough community being built. And I think people have the wrong expectations, right? If you mint something and you don't 10x it right away, people just sell it for a loss. So it's interesting seeing projects like these, you know, just come up and leave, you know, just as fast. So We'll see how they do this. I think it's time for creativity. People have to get creative in the industry now and figure out ways to launch, figure out ways to you know make supply and figure out ways to keep building community. Yeah, and Maz, I'm glad you said community, right? So speaking of community, we got to talk about our next project and hopefully some of them are in the chat again, right? We've got to talk about Crypto Dads. Oh yeah. Crypto Dads, I mean, you said community, right? They have over 18,000 followers on Twitter. They've got a Discord of over 31,000. And they started their pre-sale a couple days ago. So the pre-sale kicked off. And if you were able to be in the pre-sale, you could mint three of these at a cost of 0.07 each. 
The public sale starts tomorrow, right? September 10th. So 6,000 of these are already going to be gone. And then the public sale is going to be for the rest of these. They have a floor price right now of 0.5. Maz, what do you think? I mean, what happens to the floor here? We already saw it kind of go from 0.35 to 0.5 just on the pre-sales. Do you yeah. think the floor keeps going up into the mint tomorrow, the public mint? Or is 0.5 kind of the cap here? Yeah, I probably would see, I can see the floor going up to maybe 0.75, maybe one Ethereum, depending on how much demand there truly is, which there seems to be a lot. Um, you know, Crypto Dads are one of the first discords I joined, you know, for pre-mints. Uh, and I joined when there was a small community and just seeing it grow and seeing the the ways they're doing it, it's really refreshing. You know, they really, it seems like they care about the community. You know, they want people to avoid la high, guys, high gas prices, you know, they want people to be able to gain a crypto dad without, you know, so the way they're doing it, I'm a big fan of. I love the work. I love how they're already introducing crypto moms and things like that. So I could definitely see the floor going up. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the floor, I don't know how much it's going to move now. My big question is after the public mint happens tomorrow, let's assume, Maz, right, that it's going to sell out. I mean, I think that's kind of a given at this point, right? What happens to the floor tomorrow after sellout and these 31,000 people in the Discord, the number of them that weren't able to get one? You know, do they pay up or do they move on to the next project? I mean, this is a big community and very loyal. I think we see the floor price go up even more tomorrow after sellout. But again, I mean, 0.5 is already pretty high for something that, you know, was 0.07 in a presale. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if you were able to pre-sell and get three of them, you could sell one to cover your costs and make a little profit. Exactly. And then you hold... double. Yeah, you sell yeah. one. You could double up on your cost basis and you still got two to keep. Yeah. And they're encouraging, you know, resales. They want people to sell because that expands the community, right? Unique holders are one of the biggest things to look at for projects. And I mean, if you see here, they have 2.4K holders, 5.2K items right now. That's not bad considering it's pre-sale. So we'll see how these numbers change once they fully launch tomorrow yeah i mean i'm excited to follow that story um you know and again i, I got some i, I got to do my pre-sale mint still maz but uh you know i definitely am excited about this project and really excited to see what happens to that floor tomorrow exactly yep and we'll update you know the this episode on tuesday and see how everything goes in other news though something pretty crazy happening you know outside the nft world but including the nft world Athletes are buying NFTs. So and, uh, Steph Curry bought a pudgy penguin this week. Uh, did you see that, Chris? I, you know, I did. And like we talked about Steph Curry the other day, right? And Because he got into Bored Ape. I mean, again, Bored Ape, we, we consider yeah. a blue chip, right? And, and I don't want to harp on pudgy penguins too much, right? But I was a little surprised to see Steph go after this one. I do know that he also owns some of those uh, Rumble Kong League, the yes. um, you know the basketball themed project, right? And that makes sense. But yeah, Steph Curry getting a penguin. I mean, I didn't see how much this impacted the floor. This is already a pretty big floor um, on this project. But Maz, I mean, I think this brings up a great point, right? You've seen a lot of athletes talk about NFTs, you know, and I, I guess where is the value? Is it them retweeting that or, or tweeting that they bought one? Is it them sharing it as their PFP? I mean, look at Steph Curry, right? So he tweeted out that he got the penguin, but yet his, his bio PFP, too. Yeah, in his bio, his PFP though is still the ape, you know, so yeah. where is he bringing a ton of value to the penguins? Um, you know, I, I guess where's the line with athletes? And then the other thing you're seeing a lot of, not so much with Steph Curry, but Josh Hart is, you know, just posting, hey, I want a, a meta hero. Can anyone help me out? So instead of going to OpenSea and just mm -hmm. buying one, 
right? Like the rest of us, he's posting on Twitter and he's getting offers, right? People are DMing him saying, Hey, I'll sell you my meta hero, you know, for X amount. I also want, you know, some, some signed jerseys. I want sneakers. <laughs> I want some tickets to a game. I mean, and he's fully willing to do that. He's done that before with some of these NFTs. So, I mean, you know, as the athletes, how big of a story is this? And, you know, is it going to hurt some of these projects long-term or, you know, does it ultimately just help them go up? What do you think? I personally am a fan. I saw NFTs being talked about on ESPN yesterday, I believe. They mentioned all these projects, um, which is great. You know, if you're watching ESPN, you don't know what pudgy penguins are or cool cats or apes. So it's introducing a new audience and it's a flex, man. These guys want to buy these projects that are cool because they want to make it their profile picture. Um, so I think it's a good thing for the projects. Yeah, obviously, if it's just Curry tweets about it, it may have like a short term pump. But if the project's not doing well, or it's not well, it's going to eventually dump. But like Bored Apes, you know, they want to be a part of these blue chips. They want to be engaged. I heard Steph Curry was in the Discord as well. Uh, I, did, I did hear that. And that's very yeah. exciting. You know, Maz, you brought up a great point, right, about the flex. I, I think that's pretty important here because, you know, let's say Steph Curry also, he, he does. He invests in companies, right? Let's say he also trades stocks. He can only really tweet about that. He can put it in his bio, but ultimately, like, he can't make a stock his PFP. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have the same effect as far as the visualization. So I think that's important. And also the point you brought up about ESPN. I mean, we're hearing NFTs get covered by major media outlets. But the sports side of things is interesting because now, yeah, if you're an ESPN reporter, you have nothing, no knowledge of NFTs. You got to all of a yeah. sudden learn a little bit about them, right, to, to talk about or you're going to, you know, look like you don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, I'm waiting for the first person to really land that interview with Steph Curry and start asking him about NFTs, right? I mean, we all want to hear about basketball, but let's hear what's his thesis. You know, is he trying to buy and sell these? Is he trying to buy and hold for value? Is it just a, you know, a, a, a flex for him? I mean, what's, what's the big story? Exactly. Also, I want to talk about really quick is to see how these leagues adjust, because I saw some headlines about the NFL uh, prohibiting athletes from making NFTs I don't know how much involvement they can have in NFTs, but I know they were talking about not allowing them to make any. So that's interesting to see that. I wonder if other leagues follow or if they give them the freedom to do whatever they want outside the uh, sports world. So let's we'll see how the regulation happens. Yeah. Great point. As I mean, with N NBA, right, we saw Top Shot, right? Top Shot was one of the precursors to a lot of this, you know, NFT, you know, trend, hype, craze, whatever you want to call it. The NBA has been very supportive of NFTs, right? And Josh Hart and others, they started buying their own Top Shot moments, right? That was a big deal. They were loyal to the community. They were trying to buy their jersey number, um, you know, of the certain moments. And yeah, you got the NFL coming out now. So Maz, I, I think this could go one of two ways. Either the NFL is saying they want nothing to do with it and they're going to keep their players from, you know, doing their yeah. own. Or this is just foreshadowing. The NFL already has a deal in place. And they want to make sure they control it and get the portion of revenue. So what if the NFL already has a deal lined up similar to Top Shot? And this is their way of saying, hey, our way or the highway. I mean, I think that's maybe what's happening behind the scenes here. That makes a lot of more sense. And I can totally see that happening. But it's going to be interesting to see if they allow players to be involved. For example, have Curry talk about board apes or, you know, what I mean, not Curry, have NFL guys talk about, you know, certain projects or get paid to post certain projects. Uh, we'll see how that works. And same thing with college sports, right? How, how involved can they be in NFTs? 
Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned NFL and college and the, the big story here, too, is that some of these players have already done their own NFTs. The difference is similar to like trading cards where you can circle around it. Right. So like when Tom Brady, the DraftKings NFT, you don't see the Buccaneers logo. Right. Yeah. You don't see the NFL patch. It's Tom Brady. It's a picture of him. Same with when like Patrick Mahomes, Rob Gronkowski, they all did these NFTs. It wasn't the team. It was them. So like they kind of circled around it already. And I don't think the NFL is really going to be able to say, hey, you guys can't do that anymore. But again, we'll, we'll see how much control comes in. Yeah. Um, you know, Maz, we talked about athletes, right? And what kind of influence they can have on NFTs. I want to move a little bit to, you know, the the big names in business, right? We talk a lot about, you know, Gary Vee, how much influence he can have on an NFT project. I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday, the Winklevoss twins, right, who are famous for being early investors in Facebook. Um, so Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, they also were early to Bitcoin, right? They wanted to launch a Bitcoin ETF back in 2013. They own Gemini, one of the large crypto companies out there that it also invests in a ton of other projects. They started tweeting about NFTs mass. So the big one they started tweeting about was Creatures, which I don't have any of these. I know it really took off. Um, but Tyler and Cameron both tweeted about these creatures. They also changed their PFP on Twitter to a creature. What do you think when a big name in business, you know, really, I, I, does that validate a project, you know, maybe more than an athlete endorsing it? Is it the same or is it less? Um, you know, these guys are so big in the crypto world. You know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens. I'm sure they both have influence. I'm not sure how much. But the creature floor doubled or almost doubled after they posted their profile picture. Uh, I saw that yesterday. So that was crazy to see. Yeah, these guys are big in the NFT, I mean, the crypto world. So when they do something like this, and that's the first time I've seen them endorse any NFT project like that. So yeah, and Maz, you want to know why they started endorsing these uh, NFT projects? Why? So, they, so Nifty Gateway, which they have an investment in, Nifty Gateway actually launched NFTs. So you can now buy and sell other NFT projects right on Nifty Gateway. So they actually also tweeted about another project. And this one, Maz, you and I both know, we did an interview with them. I also bought my first one the other day, Robatos, right? So they also bought Robatos and that floor, Maz, I bought mine at 0.09. That floor is now 0.19 from their tweets about this. I mean, one of them said they bought 10 of them. The other said that he had $1,000 offers in trying to buy them off of people. Um, what do you think about Robotos now? I mean, they're gaining influence from Winklevoss twins and they also have the pet launch coming up next week. I mean, I, I think this is a big story on this one. Let's go. You know, we had the Robotos team on and they're such a great team. Pablo, the artist, he's such a nice guy. So it's good to see this. Um, I've been a fan of the project since they launched. I've been in the discord a couple of times. So I love seeing this. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, and I'm glad that the, the Winklevoss twins uh, endorsed it. And Alyssa, do you have my Roboto? Uh, I feel like I should probably show that one off, right? So yeah, I bought one the other day, Maz, at 0.09. And nice. the big reason why I bought it was because of pets coming, right? I'm willing to buy in now at the floor. And, and there it is. I mean, look at oh, that, right? 0.09. <laughs> I'm going to get a pet, right? That's going to look similar to this. I mean, I like the style of it. I'm excited. And it essentially more than doubled just off the Winklevoss tweet now. So I'm going to hold, though, because I want to see what that pet looks like. Uh, are, are you looking at this project, Maz? Or, you know, with the floor going up so much, you know, should should we wait for a dip here if there is one? I mean, 
again, th- this project seems like such a good long-term hold that at any point that you buy, unless you're just trying to buy to trade the, you know, the the pets coming in October, sure you can find dips, but long-term holds, you know, just like so much investing, you just buy and just, you know, join the community and don't look at the floor price so much. And in a couple months, if you believe in the project, it's going to skyrocket. And this seems like one of those good, uh, high potential uh, projects. Definitely. All right, Maz. Well, what do we got next? Uh, so in other news, we have Mr. Steve Harvey. I don't know if you saw Chris. He has a Solana monkey business uh, <laughs> as his profile pick on Twitter. So he actually is a big role in the Solana NFT game. And, you know, I, did, I wasn't aware of that until recently. And it's good to see that. What do we think of that? You know, I had no idea about this until yeah. today, right? When this news popped up, and you know, Steve Harvey, he, he's a, he's a big name, right? He he hosts Family Feud. You know, he's done tons of stuff in media. I I, I kind of like that we're shifting a little bit to Solana, right? It's an area that you and I have both talked about on the show, right? We, we're seeing mm-hmm. the growth of these Solana projects, and, and now we got Solana monkeys. I mean. Uh, is it time to start looking at some of these early Solana projects now? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe so. And uh, again, flexing and changing, I mean, changing the PFP on Twitter, I think is so valuable because then anytime you tweet, you reply, people are seeing that picture. It's not like you're just sending out, you know, one tweet saying, hey, I bought a Solana monkey. I mean, they're seeing it constantly now. I think this really helps that project. Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting. I was thinking of minting my first project on Solana. Maybe this weekend, I'm going to try to test it out. I just want to see because I hear gas is really, really nice. Um, so I might try it out. Maybe we can try it out together, you know, figure out which project to... Uh, we should. We, we should definitely do that. I mean, that's that's my biggest complaint with NFTs, right, is the, the gas, right? I want to see more of these projects do the pre-sale, the pre-mint, because then you kind of take away from that, right? But then you have the projects like the Sevens, right? I mean, when gas goes up to 6000 I mean, and you're still, you're not even guaranteed to get one. It's not like you're yeah. saying, hey, I'm willing to spend this much more than the mint cost to get one. You're saying, hey... I'm willing to spend this much to maybe get one. So I, I think that's an interesting story. And Solana, m- my big question with Solana is, you know, look at what happened with NFTs. We saw, you know, CryptoPunks, right? One of the blue chip names, the early adapters, how quickly those rose. Uh, again, mm-hmm. maybe they're not the most visually pleasing artwork, but they're considered the OG, right? They're the one that everyone strives for. So will we see some of these first Solana projects minted that are considered the OGs over there? Will those skyrocket in value as more and more people come and launch projects on Solana? Absolutely. And what's the floor price on these? What are we looking at here? So floor 71 Solana. And I wonder what the mint was. Is there a way to check what mint was for these? See, I don't know Solana as much. Yeah, me neither. What is I mean, Solana, it's... What's Solana at right now? Is it like is it like 180? Uh something like that. I think it yeah, somewhere in the high one something. I mean, that's that's a decent amount of money for for, for these now. So I mean yeah. uh you know so this might end up being one of the blue chip projects, right? Some of these Solana projects, uh, because really and part of that comes with the the territory, right? With with the crypto price rising, right? Same with ETH, right? When Ethereum was less than two thousand, you know, a project like Board Apes or whatever, when it was trading at a couple ETH each, was you know four thousand, five thousand. Well, all of a sudden, when Ethereum's trading at four thousand, plus yeah. the floor price is rising, you're essentially almost doubling up because you're gaining from the 
Ethereum price rising and you're also gaining from the project. So I think that's pretty interesting with Solana here. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, Chris. If gas was not an issue on Ethereum, would you mint more? I sure would. I mean, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I've been able to buy and sell some to, you know, raise my my buying capabilities, right? But when I first started, I mean, I didn't have a ton in there, right? So I was looking yeah. for the cheap ones. I was looking for the cheap mints that didn't have these huge gas wars. And, you know, if gas wasn't an issue, I definitely think, um, you know, that we, we'd see more people involved too. And maybe some of these projects would sell out a, a whole lot quicker too. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think for now, these projects have to come up with creative ways to avoid gas wars. I think that's the next thing here. Um, but in the future, I do hope to see a solution from ETH uh, to figure out these gas fees. What's Solana looking like? 189. Yeah. 189. Yeah. I mean, it keeps going up. If you look at like the, the one month of Solana, I mean, it's just insane. Right. And this year to date too, I mean, how much it has gone up. And, you know, I, I think we're just going to see more projects mint. I mean, look at that chart. Yeah, we're just going to see more, <laughs> more projects mint there, right? Because, and again, if you're if you're a newer project and you don't want to mess with the Ethereum stuff, I mean, maybe you go to Solana. The other big question, I mean, what did what happened on Tuesday, right? When we interviewed Doge Pound, right? One of the questions we asked, or someone in the chat actually asked, I think, right? Are you considering launching, you know, a new project on Solana? And, you know, what did, what did he tell us? He said, yeah. We, we've looked at it, right? So you're already seeing some of these projects that were successful on Ethereum say, hey, let's look at Solana too, because you know that's a whole new market. So I, I think that's a good way for these projects to, to possibly double up on their, on their user bases too. Yeah, and it's interesting because when we get airdrops, we, a lot of them are on Matic. I don't know if you, you got an egg this week, right? I, From yep, a- I did, yeah, so... And it was based on Matic. You had to use the Matic chain to claim, to sell it or to buy more. So I think that's interesting how these projects are now, they're moving that way because they save on gas. So interesting. Yeah. And I know like Zed Run, right? I was in Zed Run um, a long time ago. That was always with uh, wrapped ETH too, right? It wasn't just straight Ethereum. It was always with wrapped ETH. So you had to get that in order to buy the project. Um, and then, you know, they don't mess with the, the gas wars, right? They do a drop and, and you you know, bid or buy, you know, one of the horses and they also do the resale market and it's based not on ETH. So, uh, you know, I think that's something to watch that we're going to see more and more of these projects kind of switch it up and go to some other cryptos. And, and with yeah, that being said, we do have FTX. So FTX, one of the large crypto platforms, I mean, it's known now for sponsoring stadiums, sponsoring teams. It's got Tom Brady. They also signed Steph Curry to a deal the other day. They launched an NFT platform, and what they did was essentially, you know, offered their platform up to uh, different projects and said, hey, you know, send us your project, you know, we want to launch this. And they got so many submissions that they had to start charging just for people to submit projects. And they also said that they got a ton of uh, fish projects. So apparently that's the the, the next big trend is going to be fishes. Um but what do you think? Are we going to see more and more platforms now try to get a piece of this? I mean, obviously, we're seeing, you know, uh, OpenSea. We're seeing, you know, Ethereum as, you know, some of the big names. But Winklevoss, right, with Nifty Gateway trying to get a piece of it. Now we got FTX. Um, you know, this trend's likely to continue, right, Mass? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Right before this episode, I was looking at this uh, project, which is similar to they're launching their own NFT platform as well. So we're seeing much more competition. I think OpenSea, have you been on Rarible before or no? 
I've been on it before. I've never bought anything off of that platform, but I, I noticed they have a lot more of the like artwork style, right? And less of the PFPs. Is that? Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting because I feel like OpenSea, although, you know, they're having a lot of issues because there's so much demand, they have such a large lead right now that it's going to be interesting to see how these new projects come into play and what they offer and just kind of how they compete with each other. Well, Maz, I, I think that was it for our headlines. Um, you know, we can definitely go back to some of these stories, but I think it's time maybe if we want to ask the chat for questions. So, um, yes. you know, if anyone out there, um, you know, wants to ask us about a project, it looks like we are getting a couple mentions. Yes, there. a couple. Um, so let's go. So Atomic Punk, Maz, do you know anything about Atomic Punks? It looks like Polygon. Uh, do you know this at all? Not at all. Where can we find them? Let me look at them up on Twitter here and see uh, if they have a Twitter profile. Yeah, I have not heard from them, but yeah, we be... might need some help. So Halfbreed in the chat, if you want to give us a link or maybe let us know more about this project and also thank you for the tip out there. And again, guys, this is not financial advice. We're going to take a look at some of these projects, look up maybe some of the artwork, um, maybe look at how many followers they have. And that's kind of how Maz and I you know, base uh, if we, you know, if we like a project or not. And again, not financial advice. We talked about this the very first episode, right? Some of the things we look for, right, are the the number of followers on Twitter, the number of followers on Discord, the the artwork, right? Also the, the roadmap, right? I mean, ultimately the name of our show, Roadmap, right? You want to see a project that has lasting uh, value, right? You're not yeah. just buying it to, to flip. You're not just buying it for a one day. Maybe they have plans to do, you know, derivatives or additional airdrops or giveaways. I mean, all that stuff matters in the future. Uh, Maz, were you able to find anything about Atomic Punk? No, I looked up the, I couldn't find their Twitter. So, I mean, I'll look yeah. at it after, but I could not find them. Yeah. So Halfbreed, if, you, if you're still in the chat, let us know. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's hard for us to give up an opinion right now. We, we don't know anything on this one. So I think maybe we should move on to the next one. So Maz, we, we talked about the sevens, right? But we have a question here from a viewer. What do you think about the sevens? Will the sevens go up? Uh, with them getting those 500 back, I mean, do, have they announced a plan of what they're doing with those 500? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Um, could have been. I, I last checked last night and there wasn't anything confirmed. Unless they confirmed today, I haven't checked. Yeah, I haven't seen that. So I guess that would be where I would need more information to determine if I think the price is going up. But Maz, I really think, I mean, this one lost just so much on that first day, right? And again, mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't their fault completely, but I mean, when you saw the floor price essentially get cut in half, plus you saw a huge gas. So I, I just feel like that their community has kind of backed off and, yeah. you know, they, they've lost that. And once you lose your community, it's harder to get back. So, you know, but I will say if you love the artwork or maybe you love their their roadmap, you know, the with the price lower, maybe it's time to look at and. Maz, I actually looked at their their roadmap. I think we talked about this on Tuesday. I actually kind of liked it, right? They were going to do a treasure hunt. And then they also were going to launch a new project in the first quarter of next year, which uh, people who own the Sevens are going to have priority minting. And then they're also launching the Sevens DAO in the second quarter next year and a Seven token launch. And they're going to do a mutation mechanism that'll be deflationary. So they have a lot of items in the pipeline. And again, I mean, just because they say it doesn't mean that it's all going to happen. Exactly. But, 
But Maz, if they can if they can accomplish this roadmap, I mean, I, I kind of like the lasting power. But again, I just feel like the community has, has backed off. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. I think with the sevens, right, if you like the community, you like the roadmap, you know, the price may seem, you know, it may be a bargain now or it may be expensive short term. But if you truly believe in this project, you know, that this project will be around for the next year, two years, couple of years. I mean, you can buy at any time now. We're still so early that, you know, if this project does last, you will see a growth in price most likely. Um, and that's kind of what I'm looking at now, you know, with all these NFT projects launching is, you know, do they have enough to survive for the next year or two years? Are they committed to it? How is the community? So we'll see what this project now that the hype, you know, because they had so much hype going into this drop. The hype has kind of dropped a little bit now. So let's see where it goes from here and what they do and how committed they are, you know? Definitely. Well, before we get into our next one here, just a reminder, everyone, smash that like out there. We yes. are taking a look right now, right, at the projects you suggest. And again, it's not financial advice. You know, I know, you know, there may be some shilling going on here. We're just taking a look at the artwork, the roadmap, kind of offering up what we see from these projects. But we got to get the like count up and we can definitely take a look at more of these projects. So guys, smash that like and go ahead and drop, you know, maybe your favorite project in the chat or tell us a project that should be on our radar. And Maz, I, I hate to bring this one up. I certainly hope I mean, kind of hope personally that the floor hasn't risen too much, but this is one that we both got in on the presale and we actually forgot and didn't mint, right? Yes. So I know you know what I'm talking about. We got Ethereans. So uh, there we go. Look at those Ethereans, right? I love <laughs> this artwork. What's the floor price at now? Oh, it did. 0. 0.07. Okay. So this is one, right, where it was like 0.35, I think, pre-public sale, right? If you pre-minted, you could sell right away for a decent profit. And again, I just forgot about it, right? I was in on the pre-sale. I forgot to mint. And it looks like now, I mean, the floor has came down on these. Uh, it might be time to look at this project. I mean, I, I'm kind of liking that one on the right with the with the three eyes. Yeah, big fan of the art. Yeah, we jo I joined this community early on pre-sale. Same thing as you, I forgot to mint, um, but I'm a big fan of the art. Absolutely. I don't know much about the community. I don't know much about the roadmap. Just looking off. The, yeah, the squiggle one is cool. See the one right here? Yeah, that's dope. I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, just looking at this, the art, yeah, big fan of them. Yeah, perfect. So, you know, uh, thanks for the comment out there, Sean. I mean, Ethereans is definitely one that Maz and I have already looked at. Um, I, I do like the artwork. I'm not as familiar with the roadmap on this one. Uh, I feel like I, not to say I didn't like it, but I feel like I must not have been in love with it, or I definitely would have remembered, um, you know, to do the mint. I do know that one thing they did was they bought the floor um yeah. after the mint right i think they spent 20 eth or two eth or something um buying up the the floor one so i think that added some value um but i'm curious to see what's next from this project so if anyone out there is from the ethereans team hit us up let us know uh what we should expect and you know maybe we could have someone from the team on um it, it looks like we're getting more comments again, guys. Go ahead, drop those projects in the chat. Let us know. I mean, I'm curious to hear what everyone's favorite project is. Maybe not one that you're looking at, but maybe one that you bought in the past or you think is the next blue chip. I mean, maybe the bigger names out there um, and not some of these newer ones. But um, and it looks like uh, we, we may be able to take a look at Atomic Punk here. 
um half breed back in the chat atomic punk what do we got here on the screen looking like oh, some art, cool. looking like yeah. some artwork so not not your pfp we're looking at straight up artwork here so again i think this was on polygon i believe so again i'm not as familiar with this project or or that platform but th this looks pretty cool math look at those prices too that's amazing for for the art yeah, definitely. So half read, thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the tip again in the chat. Um, this one I'll have to to add to the list, Maz, and maybe we'll have to circle back to this one um, on a future show, but definitely like yeah. artwork and liking what I see. Um, but again, who knows what is in store for this project? Absolutely. I see crypto dads being mentioned here again. There um, we go. There we go. Crypto dads. I mean, Maz, I, that's kind of why I think that the the floor price is just going to go up so much tomorrow. Um, you know, after that public sale, because I think so many people are going to miss out. I mean, I know I have people, you know, that invest in stocks that I follow on Twitter that were actually setting up MetaMask for the first time ever this week to get crypto dads. I, I mean, again, you're really? talking about people who trade stocks. They've never bought an NFT before, and here they are trying to get in on crypto dads. Because I think so many people just relate to the community and the storyline of it. So I, I'm very curious to see, you know, what happens with that project tomorrow. And also, Maz, I think in the future we're going to be talking to the crypto dads team. Um, yes. I don't want to spoil too much out there for our viewers, but uh, definitely excited to to hear more from crypto dads. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. We may see some volatility volatility in the next couple of days with crypto dads. Maybe not, maybe it just shoots up. But regardless, you know, I'm a big believer in this team, the way they've handled it. And if I were to make a bet, I would bet that this team does continue to build a community and the price long term does continue to go up. Just looking at how they've handled everything prior to launch. Definitely. And it looks like we're getting some more um, comments in the chat. Again, I don't know all of these projects, but I feel like... I feel like Space Punks. I feel like I've at least heard of that one, Mass. Have you heard of Space no, Punks? No, I have not. I feel is like that's Solana or is that uh, ETH? I... Okay, so Josh B in the chat, Space Punks, help us out. Oh, yes, it is that one. It's the one I was thinking of. Maz, I saw this one when it minted, and I think they're actually doing an airdrop too. So right now, um, it's got a person in the space suit, but I think they're doing where you get a, oh, a uh, drop with an animal in the space suit. Uh, again, you know, that's the popular thing to do, right? With these, these new is to do, you know, a pet or an animal. I think if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I think that there is an animal version coming out. Um, dinos. Yes, Josh, they're dropping dinos tomorrow. So, Maz, picture those spacesuits with dinos. Oh, cool. Uh, I mean, again, I, I saw this project when it minted, and I, I kind of forgot about it. But now, I don't know. I might have to look at this one. Yeah, I mean, they look cool. What's, what's your take, Chris, on 10K projects now, right? Do you think that's an accurate number looking at all these drops? Or what would be an ideal project uh, number for you? You know, to me, I feel like it's less about the number and it's more about the reaction to not selling out. So mm -hmm. I remember there was a couple projects that didn't sell out and what they did then was they just cut it off, right? And they burned the rest. Yeah. So then they had less supply. 
And I think that's a good way to help out your floor price, right, is to to react. So if you have a 10,000 project and it doesn't sell out, I just don't think you're doing any. And again, no offense to any of these projects out here. I know we talked about one today that hasn't sold out. So if you're listening out there, uh, you know, not a knock on your project. But I think if you don't sell out within, you know, and, and maybe it's not so bad if you don't sell out, you know, right at mint. But if you don't sell out after a week or two. I don't think you're going to, right? So then it might be time to react and burn or cut off or or airdrop them, right? We have seen projects do that too, where, you know, they let's say they sell 5,000 and then they essentially give away the other 5,000 to their holders. You know, you essentially cut the supply, which could impact the floor price, and you also reward your backers. It's almost like a, you know, a, a double positive there. So, uh, you know, but we are seeing some of these bigger projects launch with less than 10,000 mass. So like sevens, right, which obviously they wanted to use the number seven. They did 7,777. We also saw, you know, I feel like there was another, is Oni? Oni's only 7,000, I think, too. Um, there's some other projects out there with less than 10,000 that have actually been more successful. So great point there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see that. All right. Well, what else do we have in the community? I mean, I saw something about um, Panda Dynasty. I don't know which Panda project that is because I feel like there are multiple Panda projects. We also got a compliment here from Adam. Great stuff from Chris and Maz. Benzinga never disappoint. Shout out Adam in the chat. Thanks for watching. Thanks for the compliment. Um, what else are we getting here? So yeah, Eric, which Panda project are you talking about? We'd love to take a look, but you know, I, I want to make sure we get the right one. And again, I'm not seeing in the chat there, what are people's favorite projects? Maybe one that you hold that you're not looking to sell. You're just looking to hold yeah. value. You know, is anyone in the team here own an ape? Does anyone here own a, you know, maybe someone here owns a Fidenza Maz. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That'd be crazy. <laughs> All right. We actually, it looks like we have a mint. Someone is mentioning that's happening today. Financial Advisors Club. I've never heard of this one before. Uh, Maz, have you heard of this one? I did. And I have a sad oh. story for this one, man. I actually got banned from their Discord yesterday for no oh, reason. The one where they were banning yeah. people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think we're probably going to, we're probably going to take a pass at a covering and talking <laughs> about that one then. So, Kevin, best of luck. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't like hearing that. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see how this project goes. I don't know much about it besides I joined for a second. I, I liked an emoji and I got banned. So that was interesting. I didn't see much besides that. <laughs> yeah. I did not, I did not join the discord. I don't know that one at all. Um, uh, again, I don't know some of these projects people are talking about mass. Have you seen any names in the chat that you, uh, you know, the names? No. I mean, again, there's just so many projects nowadays that, you know, it's hard to keep up with all of them. Um, so I'm always interested to see what people like. So, yeah, any comments that you guys put out there, we're looking them up. So if you have any good ones, keep posting them. Maz, are there any other mints that maybe you're looking at over the next couple of days? I mean, obviously, we're going to follow the Crypto Dad story tomorrow, but I haven't even looked at the calendar. You know, are there more coming? Uh, I think... I feel like there's a couple big ones maybe next week, but I don't, I don't know any big names this weekend. Do you know any? Not this weekend. I've had my eyes on Crypto Dads. Uh, there's Mikaverse. Have you kept up with that? I have. Isn't that? That's a huge Discord. That's huge. Yeah. yeah I, have, I don't know when they're dropping, but Tens that's going to thousands be... already. That's a massive yeah. one. Um, you know, there was another one I was looking at. Have you seen the the Vampires? No. 
What are those called? Uh, I forgot what it's called now. There's a vampire one though, and it's by one of the artists from Board Ape. Um, so he's one of the artists who's not with Board Ape anymore. So he's doing a, a vampire project, and he actually um, tweeted about it that he is going to have full control over this project. Um, so I I feel like the artwork alone, and I feel like that one. I'm in the Discord mat. There it is, and I feel like. Um, that their discord has has gained a ton yeah so we actually have an article out on benzinga um i saw it It wasn't ri- uh, written by me but i did read it um you see that artwork at the top maz you can you can mm-hmm. kind of see the the board ape uh style there right yeah mm-hmm. and also to me i mean as someone you know with kids it reminds me of hotel transylvania because i've seen those <laughs> movies over and over um but I feel like they have strong artwork. And again, someone who was on the board ape team, even if he's not still associated with them, I feel like they know how to make a project successful. Right. I, I think board ape has done just a, you know, a wonderful job at creating value for their owners. Absolutely. So I'll be looking at this one. I don't remember what the mint date is. I have it written down in a notebook somewhere. Um, yeah, there's some of, some of the the artwork. So Maz, what do you think now that you've heard of this project? Is this one you're going to pay attention to? Uh, I like that one right there. The Joker almost looks like. Um, yeah, these are cool. I like them a lot. Now, would you make this your profile picture? Yeah, that's a great question, Maz. I, I feel like I wouldn't. I don't know. But yeah. I, I feel like I would rather have a different project just because, I mean, something about a vampire it just <laughs> almost says like, hey, um, I, yeah. I mean, maybe if I had the laser eyes that it showed a second ago, maybe then. Um, but see that one. Yeah. Like some of these just remind me of like uh, Hotel Transylvania, some of these other, you know, vampire movies. Right. But I, I like the artwork. But yeah, that's that's a great point. Matt. I mean, that one almost looked like Count Chocula. Look at that <laughs> uh, or the Count yeah. from Me Street. Um, yeah. that gold one. I mean, maybe if yeah. I had that, that would be my PFP. Yeah. See, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make oh, these PFP. You make that one, that, huh? Dude, no, but they're gonna. I think bats isn't part of the launch. I think that's part of their roadmap. I oh. think that they're doing bats for the first. Who's in the chat that was asking about vampires? I feel like they said that there's the roadmap. I feel like they said they're doing bats. Yeah, first twenty five percent of people are getting a bat. I mean, that's a way to get interest in your project right away if you're only giving them to, uh, you know, the first couple people that get them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this just brings me to my point that, you know, we buy all these projects. We need we need ways to show them off, right? Right now, the only way to show off a project you own is by making it your profile picture. If there's better ways to display these online, I think we see a lot of these projects create have more value. You know, if I can just showcase them where a lot of people can see them. Um so yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, and you know, with that being said, with the uh, secret vampire syndicate, sneaky vampire syndicate, it's called. Um, it they have a huge Discord, Maz. If I remember right, it's got over ten thousand already, and you saw it up there on screen. They're only going to have eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. I feel like anytime your Discord has more than the number you're minting there's got to at least be some sort of demand, right? And, and again, you're going to have bots, yeah. you're going to have false accounts in Discord, but you're also going to have people who try to mint more than one. Um, so I think that's interesting. And, you know, again, having the Bored Ape artist, I mean, you heard the auction news today, right? That people love that artwork. So I, I think this one's going to be widely followed. Yeah, yeah the artist, there's, there's his Twitter, yep. Um, so again, 
I, I I've seen him tweet a couple times. And again, you know, he's not knocking on the board apes team. You know, obviously he was part of that team, but he, he doesn't have control of the project. Ultimately he did the artwork and, and that was kind of it. Um, but I think that he has full control of this. He's really going to try to make it a successful project. So I'm definitely looking at this one, Maz. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably look into it. I'll join the Discord. There's just so many Discords, man. Oh, man. Yeah, up. I heard you I have... the other day you're in like 85. I think I'm in Dude. like I'm in like 50 or 60, and I can't even – I mean, it's so hard to keep up with the notifications and to scroll. And so I really try to pay attention to my my favorites, right, the, the big ones. Um, so, you know, and with that being said, you know, that's why I like some of the projects more is because, you know th- – they're the ones I'm most active in. And that's part of the reason why I like crypto ads I'm excited about. Right. Like I, yeah. I was, I was chatting with people in there, you know, I've never met, you know, and people <laughs> are talking about, you know, their favorite beers, they're telling dad jokes. Like it's just a good community. Right. And I think that exactly. shows that it's going to be successful. So, but it looks like we're running out of time here. Or I, I don't know if there's any more here in the chat to look at. I did see someone say, um, Ch- chibi apes. I don't know. I don't know this one either, but uh, um, do you, do you know this one at all? Chibi Apes? No. Let's look them up on OpenSea, though. Yeah. So let's see this one, um, and and maybe we can see how how you know if there is a roadmap for this one. I think it already minted. I feel like I know the name Maz, and that it has already gone. But I've seen a lot of Chibi look. everything. Yeah, chibi. yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a different yeah. a different Chibi. So that. There's so many of them. It's hard to keep up with them all, but... Uh, oh, I don't think they've released yet. It looks like pre-mint. Oh, okay. Floor so that... is 0. 0.6 right now. Oh, pre-mint 0. 0.6 floor. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you know what? There was Chibi Dinos, wasn't that there? That's it's, what it was. Yes, maybe yes, that's yes. what I'm thinking of. That was from Sean yeah. Kelly. Uh, Sean, if you're out there in the chat, I know he watches the stream sometimes. Yeah, uh, Chibi Dinos. I, I definitely remember that one, but yeah, I, I hadn't seen the apes yet. Um we've got a comment here oh there they are oh yeah the basketball yeah i did see these 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 haven't done their public mint yet no these have minted okay i think chibi apes yeah oh chibi apes yeah so dinos was the one before yeah two hours it launches today actually today interesting huh those are cool i like them interesting might have to put that on the calendar so whoever that was oh c merc here in the chat thanks for pointing that one out again guys not financial advice. We're just talking about the artwork, the roadmap, the number of followers. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting one. I kind of like that artwork. I like the solid color backgrounds, Maz. I, mm-hmm. I, how, how do you feel about the backgrounds? Are you more likely to have a PFP if the background is, you know, a solid color versus maybe having like artwork in the background or a pattern? Yeah, I'm more of a, I like a clean look, right? Too much going on for PFPs does not work. You want something clean that you can see from because you remember you can't see the full picture when it's your pfp so you want it to focus on the main things and if it has a background like if you see here you know a background that's not all one color it kind of distracts you from the actual image itself so yeah definitely so that, that's a great point um well it looks like we're gonna go a couple more minutes here um so guys in the chat yeah let us know more projects we do have a comment here from daniel any nfts on the formula one space I have not heard that. And Maz, you know, we, we talk a lot about PFP projects and artwork projects, but there are also a ton of sports NFTs out there, right? Yes. We have Top Shot, you know, NBA. We also saw DraftKings do some athlete ones. Uh, I was actually able to get, you know, one of those at least. Uh, Simone Biles dropped the other day. They just did Derek Jeter. 
Um, I know there's soccer NFTs out there from Tops. I have not heard anything about Formula One. Uh, do you know? Do you follow all the sports NFTs? No, that's actually something that I haven't gotten into at all. But I've been seeing more and more people talk about it. So, you know, you I feel like you know more about that than I do as far as like the minting process for you know, these sports cards, like the Tom Brady one. Did you mint that one? You did, right? I, I tried to mint Tom Brady. I didn't get any of them. So Maz, the big difference with the sports ones is a ton of them do um, the, the, key, the, the line, right? Where you have to get in line and then you're assigned a random spot. So it's not yeah. a gas war. It's a lotto. You're essentially mm-hmm. saying, hey, I got a chance to get this. And that's what Top Shot did from the start, right? Was they did like this, this line to get a pack. Where, you know, let's say there's 25,000 packs and there's 100,000 people in line. Well, only the first 25,000 that are assigned a random number are going to get them. So then that definitely brought value to anyone who did get those packs and got those moments. So, um, but yeah, Formula One, I haven't heard anything, um, but I would definitely look at that. I mean, that's a huge global sport, Formula One. So I could definitely see that happening. Uh, You know, I've followed the Top Shot story for a long time. Um, But great question out there, Daniel. I will have to do more research and we'll have to talk about that on a future one. Um, But yeah, I think sports NFTs, Maz, you know, it's one of those things maybe where they're more uh, seasonality, right? If you have, you know, let's say you have a Tom Brady NFT or a Patrick Mahomes. Now that the NFL season is starting today, I mean, isn't that a potential value play that your NFT is going to go up during the season while more eyeballs are on it? That's kind of what I think. So Exactly. I would love to see some sort of fantasy football NFT collab or gamification in the works for future. Uh, I that'd did be crazy. See, Maz, that's a great point. I did see one the other day, but it didn't get a ton of interest. Uh, it was an eight project, right? And I think anytime you're doing an eight project, you know, you, you might not have success because you almost yeah. look like a copycat, right? There was mm-hmm. one that was doing, I think it's called Pigskin Apes where they're doing NFL styled apes, right? With the Jersey. Um, Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I think I shared that and they're doing fantasy football with it where let's say you have, you know, number 12 and it says, you know, TB for Tampa Bay. and, And that means you have Tom Brady for the week. So if he has the most passing yards, there they are. If you, if he has the most passing yards, you actually win like an ETH prize. So, you know, great point that you mentioned that with fantasy football. The thing with this project, Maz, was that actually they started their public mint earlier than they said they were going to. And it it didn't sell out. Um, Mm. There wasn't as much interest in it as I thought. And again, I think, you know, you're not seeing the apes really back projects that have apes. Right. Because. Yeah, because it looks like a board ape. You're going to look like. And again, maybe you're paying, you know, tribute to it. But I just feel like people, you know, shy away. But look at. I mean, I'm partial that Lions one right there. That's the one <laughs> I want because I'm here in Michigan. Um, but also, I don't know if I would want it, you know, if it's based on your fantasy football stats, because I'm probably not going to win a prize if I have that one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see someone or a project, you know, gamify the NFL, you know, fantasy league, you know, draft day is so big in the fantasy world. I'm sure we'll see hopefully future uh, projects and then maybe next year, next season. And that'd be, dude, that can go so many ways. That would make me excited for all these. Uh, Cause I, I'm, I never could, I never participate in the fantasy football, but if it came down to NFTs, I probably would. So it's interesting. Maz, now that you say that, Top Shot actually did something during the NBA playoffs. Um, I can't remember what it was, but I feel like if you could put together a roster of moments. So 
if you had five players that were in the playoffs and you had moments of them, you gained points based on how they scored in the playoffs and you had the potential to earn an exclusive moment, uh, I think is how they did it. So, you know, there are some that are starting to get into the the fantasy sports aspect, but great point there. I mean, and as you said, maybe someone like you who doesn't play fantasy sports, if you can tie that into the NFTs, you could gain a whole new audience. I mean, that's a massive billion dollar opportunity for some of these NFT projects. Absolutely. That makes me excited. I see one question in the chat here talking about uh, Logan Paul's project, CryptoZoo. What do you know about that, Chris? Well, Maz, you know, I, I know that I was watching it, and I also know that they had some problems with their launch. I, I feel like they got a lot of hate um, and a lot of people that missed out on it, and I didn't try to get into it. Um, and again, no knock on the project, but that is the one thing I know is that there was a lot of upset people. Have you seen the artwork though? Maybe we can grab some of the artwork. I don't even remember where I saw it, but, um, Have you I, a website? right up there at the top, uh, Alyssa, those pictures, I feel like the butterfly keeps scrolling right there. Ah. That's what they are. It's combination animals. H- had you seen the artwork? I have not seen the artwork. So you've got a gorilla butterfly. <laughs> I don't think that would be my PFP either. Yeah, that would not. That's not a PFP uh, project. It's interesting though because I don't. I didn't about see. You know, a, Logan Paul is hyped. How about a panda <laughs> elephant? Would that, that be your PFP? That's funny. That's funny. I do I kind of think, think so, man. it's unique. At least it is unique. Yeah, and it does have um, Logan Paul. So is Logan Paul a founder of this project? I I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he, yeah, I think he's part of the team. Look at that cat line. (laughs) I feel like he's part of the team. I know he tweeted about it, but again, they kind of, the launch just didn't happen very great. Um, Is that a penguin shark? (laughs) Like, hey, A plus for creativity. I have not seen others do this. (laughs) That's hilarious. Your mutants right up front. They're giving them to you up front. That's <laughs> funny. Look at that. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. No. Hey, thanks in the chat there um, for for bringing that to our attention again. I I had seen this one, um, but I didn't get in on the mint, and I I do kind of like that it's still eggs. I mean, it's just a random a random at this point, right? If you buy an egg, who knows what animal you could get. So, I mean, maybe you get the gorilla butterfly. Maybe you get something else. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen him hype a lot of projects, but I didn't see too much hype on this CryptoZoo launch from him. Or maybe I missed it on Twitter. But, you know, I I saw a podcast where he was talking about how this is going to be different um, as far as the utility behind it. So, yeah, definitely we'll keep our eyes on this project and see where it goes. Do you know when the reveal is? I, I don't. I, I don't know when the reveal is. I, I'm sure we'll we'll hear from Logan when it is. Maz, I want to circle back to the pigskin apes here. We got a couple questions, and it's very similar to the discussion we had in Discord, right? Is there copyright issues dropping and minting NFL teams, which normally require a license agreement? So they say right on the pigskin ape site that they're not associated with the NFL. They're not associated with board apes. I think they're getting away with it because they're not doing the team names on the jersey. It's saying the city, right? So it's going to say like LA for Los Angeles, right? Or TB for Tampa Bay. It's not going to spell out the name of the city. It's going to have the colors. So obviously you know what it is, 
but I feel like they're doing enough to get around it. What What do you yeah. think, Naz? I mean, NFL loves getting money. Are they Are they going to look to shut this project down? I mean, I'm sure if they can shut it down, they will try to. If they can't, though, it looks like with these, you know, city names and not talking about specific players, they may be able to get around it. But I wouldn't be surprised if this does end up picking up. NFL will make a version of it or will partner with someone that does, you know, do the same concept here. But it's interesting. You know, this is this is a test run. See if it works. If it does work, we maybe see a lot of potential projects take this route. Yeah, and Maz, maybe the the key point here is we do know that there are a couple members of the Denver Broncos, right, that love NFTs, right? Von Miller and others. I know they're in Alphabetti. They're in other projects as well. What happens if one of them buys themselves, right, in Pigskin Apes? Is the NFL going to say, hey, no way, don't do that? Or is this project going to gain steam and the NFL won't be able to do anything? I mean... I feel like it's kind of up to the players a little bit, right? It's definitely, I can't wait to see that. Yes, because it's going to be, I mean, the the cool thing about crypto, right? It's decentralized. Um, so we'll see how far the NFL can get away with trying to control it. I love that, you know, NFL players are involved in crypto. I feel like it's a great time for them to venture out and, you know, diversify themselves. But we will see. We'll keep eyes on that for sure. All right, Maz. Well, it looks like we are out of time. So again, thanks to everyone in the chat giving us, you know, all those great projects to look at. That's something we want to do on some of these episodes where we don't have an interview. We want to talk about, you know, some projects maybe that are under the radar again. And we're just looking at the artwork, the roadmap. Um, We got to get some more likes on this video. I'm about ready to end the stream. Uh, Again, if you are new to the roadmap, Make sure you subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel. We're trying to do more and more NFT coverage. If you want more NFT coverage, make sure you share the stream and you also leave a comment in the chat right now. And also after this episode ends, go back to the video and leave us a comment. Let us know that you enjoyed today's episode. Maz, anything else before we get on out of here? No, absolutely. To anybody watching, let us know what kind of content you want from NFTs. You know, we understand that some people may be interested in NFTs, they don't know what the heck we're talking about. So maybe, you know, we can clarify some things or what kind of content you want to see. Any guests, you know, tag us on Twitter, tag us in the comments, let us know. Uh, and yeah, just make sure you like and subscribe. I'm excited to keep the show going. And there is Maz's Twitter right there. Make sure you follow Maz on Twitter if you are not already. You can also find me on Twitter as well. And we also have a new Twitter account for the roadmap. We're going to try to do some fun things with that, maybe some giveaways, maybe some Twitter spaces. So go ahead and give us a follow over there as well. Maz, uh, you know, let me know if you're minting anything this weekend. Maybe, like you said, we'll have to hit up Solana. Otherwise, we will see everyone out there next Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. I know we have some exciting interviews coming up next week. Um, Always, guys, subscribe, smash that like, and we will see you next week. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market. 
consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.